Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I trust you had a great time this weekend with your family. Easter, wow, the most important holiday ever. We celebrate Jesus uh, being raised from the dead. Death could not hold him down. So we'll forever be celebrating that holiday. So I trust you had a great time with your family. Man, what a celebration. Jesus alive and well forevermore. And what a cool thing we get to do on the End of Days Update, talk about the return of the King. Uh, so if you're anywhere near Pittsburgh this weekend, we'll be at Berean Fellowship. Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, uh, getting into Gifts of the Spirit. And then Sunday morning, two services will be on end time. So come join us if you can. We'll have a great time. And uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because that happens just after the rapture of the church. So uh, we, we get into all this so that we'll have great joy. Paul said, I'm telling you about the rapture of the church so that you'll be happy and hopeful. So end-time preaching should bring joy. If you hear end-time preaching that scares you, it's not Bible because there's nothing to fear as far as the Christian goes. Now, for the world, it's extremely scary. It's the craziest time ever on the planet. Just look around even before we get to the tribulation. I mean, the Bible says in Matthew 24, we'd have birth pains. And man, that's contractions. And you're seeing that things that can't be ignored all over the earth, absolutely mirroring what Jesus said about the days of Noah, corruption and violence. So we get into all this so that we accelerate. It's not an escape theology. When you see the finish line, you run faster. I hear guys go, well, if you teach on the coming of the Lord, it's just all about escapism. No, it's about hustling. When you see the finish line, you accelerate. In a race, you go forward. Uh, if you're running in a race and you see the finish line, you don't slow down. You go, no, you know exactly what that means to you, and that's to pick up the pace. So we have a lot to do in a short period of time. So let's pick up on what's happened around Israel. Man, several things about Israel. Israel, several things about Iran. We'll start with Israel, of course. You had such uh, violence on the Temple Mount. This is the big deal, how uh, uh, you're, you're seeing that tick up completely. I, uh, some of the quotes that were from the Jerusalem Post, it said, when you see blood uh, on the Temple Mount on Easter and Passover, it's time for the third temple. Pretty amazing. And I forgot to do this. If you're, uh, when you need to get our new book, it's coming out, uh, on June, the, right at the first beginning of June. Go to josephmorris.com. It's a, uh, end times made easy. It's going to be awesome. It's got 70 some odd signs about the coming of the Lord. So I forgot to talk about that. Man, go to josephmorris.com. You can pre-order the book. It'll bless you. It's got some charts and graphs in there too. So it doesn't have a scratch and sniff page, but it'll be still be cool. So let's go back to the Temple Mount. The, the, the Jerusalem Post said, when you see blood on the Temple Mount at Easter and Passover, you know it's time for the third temple. You, the, you had the Palestinians clashing with the Israelis on the Temple Mount. It spilled over into Jordan. Jordan praised the Palestinians for all the uprising of, of events. And uh, you even had the UN have a special meeting about the violence that was in the Temple Mount. Uh, so I, I've been waiting for this. I know this was Ramadan ending up with Easter and with Passover, but the, the Temple Mount's going to be a big deal. So what I talked about a few months ago was about how the West Bank's going to be a big deal. You had a big march toward Judea and Samaria this last week as well. So coinciding with that, you had stuff on the Temple Mount. So you had rocket fire from Gaza come right over into southern Israel. The Iron Dome knocked out most of it, but uh, we have no concept of having missiles fired at us like they have right there. So the Israeli Air Force uh, went and hit certain sites where missiles were made and some of their ammunition sites. So, 
it's amazing how Israel's having to do what it's having to do to protect itself. So, so much is going on with the undercurrent of the Temple Mount and the undercurrent of the Palestinians. You had Abbas, which was the Palestinian leader, get mad because Hamas is coming in and trying to take over some of the negotiations because he hasn't done anything. We always used to like to, that quote, the Palestinians never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. So you had the Islamic Jihad uh, make a bold view of, look at all the tunnels they have for the next war. So you got Hezbollah on the north, you got Hamas on the south, you have Islamic Jihad, you have Iran pumping equipment and missiles down to the edge of Israel just for that because they're ready for war. So uh, the Russian TV came out this week, says we're already in World War III because of their ship that got sunk. It looks like Russia's rearming to attack the Ukraine again in several different places. It's hard to even keep up with how many places are being fired at. It's absolutely hideous seeing the civilians and children uh, being killed there, but this is a precursor to what the tribulation is going to look like. It's not going to look good at all. So with that, you have Iran. We talk about the main leaders in the Revolutionary Guard last week. They said it's time for all the leaders of America to be killed. They came out and said that again. You even had Iran move its centrifuges to Natanz, a whole uh, set of new centrifuges into that underground facility so that they couldn't get hit by Israeli cyber attacks. And the main thing about this is they are on the edge of having uranium enriched. So that's a pretty bold move on their part. They touted their drone systems, pictures of that, uh, photographs and video of all their new missiles. So they're touting that as well. So Iran's boldly saying this. So Israel had to go into Syria this last week again, second time in one week, and have a, an airstrike on all these missiles right outside of Damascus. They keep piling up all that stuff around Damascus. And Isaiah 17, 1 says, Damascus will be removed from being a city. So something's going to happen that's going to kind of spark something there and it's going to take Damascus off the planet. So a lot of things are happening with that. So we always look at the, the conjunction of all these things coming together. What does it show us? Jesus is just about to come. Uh, Russia is going to come down toward Israel just after the rapture. And man, you're seeing the setup for that. They're having a hard time with Ukraine. They can go south of that in Crimea. So they've got several routes they can take. So man, it is the setup for the coming of the king. So how blessed are we to watch all the players come together so that shows us how close we are. So we always go back to the scriptures. So there's much more happening, uh, even with China, with Shanghai, with all the other stuff that's very tribulation-esque looking, and even more with Iran. So the things that are happening in Iran, the little little verbiage that keeps coming out shows you they're getting ready to do something crazy with Israel. Just like we talked about, their verbiage came out talking about what they do at the Temple Mount, and they did. So let's always go to the Word. Uh, number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem being won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away to all fulfilled. I know those are the two biggest signs, England. So then you have the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have all these things. The Temple Mount Institute, man, that's a group that's getting ready to uh, get ready for the third temple. You have 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land. Uh, you got the cleanup crew there now. So then you had fish show up in the Dead Sea. This one still freaks me out. I know I say it every week, but you had the Dead Sea turn blood red, where Sodom and Gomorrah is uh, on the Day of Atonement. You had this last week. You had so many locusts. They called it a plague of locusts in South Africa that it happened on Easter, on Passover. So uh, they called it the plague, just like in the Bible. So, man, so many things are happening. But then you had uh, foxes on the Temple Mount. 
you, you had uh, so much of the, the, the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. So you got animals getting position. You got Israel getting position. You got Russia getting position. All the different groups that are getting ready to rebuild the temple in position. One thing after another, but you got men will be lovers themselves. Uh, uh, event after event after event pointing to the coming of the Lord. You had Rabbi Exot Kaduri prophesy that Israel would be ruled by two Benjamins right before the coming of the Lord. That happened last year. You had Bishop Malachi in 1129 AD talk about the popes. The pope that he saw right now is the last one that was in that vision. And uh, that's a pretty huge deal. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. Only God can do that. Man, it's good to know that our dad knows everything. So sign after sign after sign, event after event after event. And then you go from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So remarkable events in the heavens coinciding with events with Israel. And then you had the Bethlehem Star. That one's probably one of my favorite one that doesn't get talked a lot about. We had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Lightning News, so we have a celestial event. You got Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together. Bethlehem Star, first time in 2,000 years. Many other things from in 2017, 2015. I mean, in 2015, the, the eclipse you had, the town that came through on the west was Salem. The town that came through on the east was Salem. Jerusalem, peace. So you have the heavens bringing forth a, a thought pattern to awaken people because the king is just about to come. Now, I don't need that. I have a witness in my spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit tells me that he's coming soon. So how blatant are all the signs and signals pointing to the return so that we should accelerate? Oh, we have, we have no excuse. We're about to see Jesus. I mean, how exciting. This should be the funnest time ever. Could you imagine? Were you excited the night before you got married? I hope you were. England's getting excited. And he's not even getting married. No, that's what the whole thought pattern is, is we're about to see him face to face. The one who died for you. The one who God raised from the dead. The shepherd and the bishop of our souls. King of kings and Lord of lords. Soon you'll see him. Eyes as a flame of fire. Feet like a defined brass. Voice of many waters. God. We're about to see him. So let's get ready. Let's do what we're called to do, and we'll see him so soon. Help your local church. Help your local pastor. Get the message out. The king's coming. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll come back and see what's happening this next week, uh, pointing to the return of the king. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.